Top Friday, baby, better than yesterday. Let's get it. We're brought to you today by Super 73. If you know me, you know I'm always on my Super 73. Super 73 is an American lifestyle adventure brand based in Orange County, California, that develops products to help fuse motorcycle heritage with youth culture. They are the original in the electric motorbike. Founded in 2016, Super 73 has quickly grown into one of the most recognizable electric vehicle brands in the world with a passionate customer base including A-list celebrities, professional athletes, and many more including yours truly. Head to the link in the bio to go and get a discount on your first Super 73. I love my bike. I just bought Laura one. She loves her new bike. And I just love sharing the community and the passion behind the brand with others. Go check them out and let me know what you think when you get your first bike. Welcome to Tank Top Friday. Join us each week as we dive deep into topics like goal setting, self-improvement, and personal growth. I'm Clint Stroman, and on the show today, Ryan, and how he's working towards financial freedom and his emphasis in life on work hard, play hard. Ryan is an accomplished head brewer with a passion for craft beer with extensive knowledge in the experience and the art of brewing. Ryan has a knack for creating unique and flavorful brews that captivate the taste buds. He has a very engaging personality and a huge understanding of the craft beer world. So grab a cold one and get ready to be inspired by the genius of my boy Ryan right here on Tank Top Friday. What's up, man? Hey, Glad man. you're here. Yeah, I'm honored. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's uh, been a long time coming, and um, you're one of my first... Uh, good friends that I met here when I moved up to Hickory, North Carolina. So I'm glad to have you on. I know that you've been listening in every Friday on the brewery with the boys and all that. That's That's been a, um, a cool thing to hear too. Right, right. Yeah, I play it every Friday morning. We put it on while we're kegging and setting up for, for the packaging day. So when you're listening in on Fridays, um, is is everyone else in the brewery, like, are they finding it like motivational or are they just kind of listening and like how's that going usually? Is, is... It's pro- it's probably a combination of both. Uh, I mean, uh, you know Chuck and you know Nick, so uh, put that in perspective for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, for the most part, everybody's listening to it. Are you gonna listen to your own episode this Friday? I probably will. See how ridiculous I sound. <laughs> <laughs> no chance, man. No chance. Yeah. Well, I mean, based off of that though, um, with Tank Top Friday and everything that. Um, we've got going with the meaning behind it. Um, per usual, I'd like to know what you think it means to you. Well, uh, to me, Tank Top Friday is is a mindset more than, uh, so for example, whether you work a Monday through Friday or, or your Friday is on a Wednesday or whatever it is, uh, you know, you worked hard all week and it's time to unwind and relax and get banged up with the boys. When you um when you say that that kind of goes into your work hard play hard thing right absolutely yeah um you're from from my experience and knowing you you're a pretty damn hard worker and I know that you don't really you don't leave until that that day's uh, schedule or whatever's on the list is done and maybe then some and I know you're always taking that extra step as well um right right absolutely yeah um I tend to try not to leave until. Like you said, all the work's done, but even if my work's done, jump in and help everybody else out so they can get their work done so we can all sit down together collectively and enjoy the fruits of our labor. Yeah. <laughs> You've been um, 
You've been a head brewer now for how many years? Uh, April was five years. April was five years. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Has it has it flown by for you? Yeah, it feels like I just started. Still, kind of. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I've learned a lot over these years. Um, before that, you went to Appalachian State, correct? I did uh, fermentation science major, chemistry minor. And then pretty much just got hired straight on as uh, head brewer for Blowing Rock Brewing. So would you say that um, with Blowing Rock Brewing, that was a dream position for you? I would say that I was, my intentions at first were to use it as a stepping stone to gain some experience and then, you know, move somewhere west, western states, you know. But I ended up falling in love with the culture that we had there and um, something about being an underdog and working your way up, too, you know? Yeah, I mean, you guys have a great thing going. Um, the new location, it, it, you know, that's going to be pending and, and all that growing as a company and as a, you know, just as a brand, I think is pretty cool. And I know that you're a big part in that as well. Right, right. It was It was cool the day that, you know, years after I started, I finally got the opportunity to produce some of my own recipes, which we now can and have in stores all across North Carolina. Is that is that one of your um, is that one of your, one of the main things that you're proud of? It's a proud moment, yeah. Sure, yeah. Seeing somebody drink something off tap, they enjoy it so much that they want to buy a six pack of different things and different beers and different styles. Uh, to bring home and share with their friends and family, so it's 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 a really cool feeling. Very small scale version of that. When I was working at Waterman's in Wilmington, they let me name some beers, and they let me. I was you know I was three fourths of what that beer came out to taste like and carbonation and everything. So when I started doing that part on that side, and I was in there, you know, after my work day having a beer, sitting at the bar or something, and somebody comes by and. Or I overhear someone say, "Hey, who who did who did this one? Or who came up with that name? Or it's pretty good." And I'd be like, "Ah, oh, yes. Like I know, I know that's a your version of that is large scale, but still such a cool feeling. I remember that. Right, right. I know it, it was very interesting because you know I had homebrewed before I started, and so I went straight from five gallons to a uh, 30 barrel system to put that in perspective that's 930 gallons so there was a huge learning curve for me there um yeah well you have um you have more than just uh i mean i know that as your full-time job as a head brewer you've got a lot on your plate uh throughout the week but i also am with you in the gym almost every morning at 7 a.m so you're a grinder when it comes to to gym life and um, and then also, I know that one of your major hobbies is disc golf, which you, you got me into, which is more fun than I could ever imagine. Right, right. I know a lot of people, at first, they hate on it, but as soon as they play and realize, you know, hey, let's grab a few cold ones, walk in the woods, throw some Frisbee while we're walking through the woods, and it, it, it's fun. It is. It's a good time. Um, do you ever find that, do you ever find that, um, do you want, do you have any goals that involve uh, fitness in, in the gym right now? Do you have anything that you're working towards? Uh, yes, I, I would like to, um, I would like to gain at least like 10 more pounds or get up to like 170. So um, 
I have a ways to go still, but uh, I've come a long way since I first started going to the gym. What's a what's a what's a big driver for you when it comes to that, and and just life in general? What's one of the things that that keeps you driven as an individual? I um I would say that hmm that's a good question. Um, I'm just pretty self motivated, uh, which I I can't say that I've always been this way. Um, but over since I've been at Blowing Rock and uh, I just work hard, you know, I just ready to do it, ready to get after it. Kind of under that, um, something that I hear a lot and I try to keep at the top of my brain involving, you know, the only thing to do is to do it. You know, like if you're vertical, you're vertical and now it's time to go get, go get it. Right. There's no excuses really. Um, because we can find them very easily. Yeah, they're easy to find. It's very, very difficult to discipline yourself. You know, like I, I tell anybody, um, yeah, I know I work 12-hour days and then I go to the gym before that. But the hardest part about it is just getting out of bed. That's the hardest part. If you yeah. do that, you can get there. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said um, uh, for yourself where... You got to be in the brewery pretty early every morning and earlier than most have to be at, you know, their jobs. Eight, nine a.m. is, you know, usual, but you're there earlier than that most days, yet you're still in the gym as well every morning. You know, some people try to come up with a, some type of excuse on why they couldn't make it, um, you know, or that it's too early to go in the morning. So then they just let it slide. But I think that that is, it shows that you're able to dig deep as an individual and say, there's, like you said, no excuses, get in there, get it done, start your day off right, and then keep moving forward throughout the day, grinding out whatever there is on the to-do list. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, um, I, I think that as far as the, the brewing world goes and everything that you're working towards, both professionally and personally that's why i mean i knew initially when i started the podcast oh of course ryan's gonna be on we have to <laughs> right um but with that always comes you know something that i like to to ask guests and it's like it's something that we can't avoid in life it's something that we can't be we can't beat down completely but we can always strive to you know work it out of our of our daily life and that's resistance and we all have it in many forms you know we could have it it could be with work related things it could be personal it could be mental it could be physical it could be whatever whatever you have going on in life that would fall under the category resistance and um what do you think is the biggest point of resistance in your life right now um the biggest point of resistance in my life i would say is it's probably, which is a double-edged sword, uh, my alcohol consumption. Uh, it, you know, and here we are, you know, drinking a beer. But, you know, it, which is kind of why I know that, for me, I need to go to the gym before I go to work. Because by the time I'm after work, I'm, I'm pretty exhausted, and I'm ready to have a yep. beer and uh, unwind a little bit. In your world, in your profession, your literal profession... I've always thought to myself too, like, how does one come to a point where they have a legit line in the sand 
when it comes to drinking alcohol that you make and then also just staying fit, staying motivated, staying positive, everything else on the other spectrum, which like you said is a double-edged sword. Do you think do you think realistically that it is something that is achievable from someone in your position? Yes, 100%. Um, there's a guy that used to work with us. Uh, he, I would consider him my master brewer. His name is uh, Josh Carlo. He uh, he started uh, uh, Monday through Wednesdays, would not drink alcohol at all, just to kind of help cut back his alcohol consumption, which I'm trying for Mondays for the time being. Obviously, that line in the sand... It's the thing about the line in the sand. You can wipe it away and draw a new line somewhere else, you know. <laughs> but, you know, that, that line has to stick. Yeah, know? it's just important. Is there anything else that, um, like for you individually, is a, is a point of resistance that you're, that you're trying to beat down? Um, I would say trying to be more... Um, do more things at the house in the sense of upkeep, fixing things up, being better about uh, knowing that, say, I need to patch some drywall or something, having a discipline to go home and do that. You end up having one. You can't just have just one. I mean, I struggle to have just one. You go home and take care of home things, too, you know, as in addition to the work. So. Handyman stuff. Yeah. I find myself, well, I'll say before baby, BF, wait, before baby, BB, before baby. Um, I, I am always doing something around the house. I'm always, you know, tinkering around or fixing this or hanging up that or, you know, helping Laura with whatever she might be wanting to change. She's always changing something, um, which I enjoy actually. Keeps things, keeps it, keeps it guessing, you know, um, since baby, I'm like, oh man, I have to hang that up. Dang, it's just, you know, I'm sure I'll get back to that because I do enjoy it. I enjoy being outside and working outside all the time. That's a big thing for me. Um, so much so that I thought we were going to hire somebody to mow the lawn, but I, I'd rather do it. <laughs> right. Just get outside more. Right. There's one thing that um, Wesley actually said on his podcast about you, and I would like to piggyback on that. You are a... If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it kind of person. And that's motivating to me, you know, uh, as well. It makes me want to say I'm good. Like, if I'm going to say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, you know, and not just, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow, you know. Yeah, I think we all reach those. Thank you for that. Um, I think we all reach that point at some sometimes. Like, let's give an example. Like, uh going to the gym, be there by 6 a.m., all right? There's a point there, it might be in the morning or the night prior, where you're you're going back and forth in your mind and you're thinking, you're thinking, ah, it's okay if I don't do that right. Or it's like non-negotiable, 6 a.m., I'll be there no matter what type of thing, like as if it were your job. Um, so I'm not going to lie, sometimes that other side gets me it really does i'm sure it's only human for that to happen however um it means something to me that uh, that more than one friend of mine uh it notices that and 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 that's helpful to them at times too so i i hope that 
I hope I can, I always strive and, and, and hope that I can get just past that point of resistance. Cause that's all it is. And just say, screw it. Like no matter what I'm there. Right. Cause some mornings, um, or some days, you know, it's easy to just be like, I think I'll just relax instead, which there's nothing wrong with relaxing. Right, right. Rest days are important too. You know, just rest is important as the get after it days, yes. you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, you're, you're one of the, you're one of the type of people though, that I know that you're always looking to be the best version of yourself, the best person that you can become in a lot of aspects. Uh, and I'm, and, and I want to, I want to kind of shift focus on some things in your life that you see yourself or realize that you're constantly working towards on a daily basis. Right. Um, well, I would say, I mean, as far as a job, my job goes, I'm always f trying to talk through ways, figure out ways to tweak and make this beer might already be good to you, but to me, it's still imperfect. Figure out a way uh, to make it even better, uh, increase those sales, you know. The more money that the company can make, the more than that we can make too. You know. Well, you're always developing and working on new flavor profiles. I know that you're you're constantly talking to me about. I'll ask you like, what are you guys brewing this week? Or, you know, I'll I'll ask you that simple question, and you'll give me, you tell me like what's going on this week. Where you're if you're brewing something new, I know that you're always excited about that, and then you'll tell me usually like. Yeah, but I've been working on this and this, and I think it's going to be fire. And and I'm always like, all right, yeah, hell yeah, man, you know. And that that's uh, ever since meeting you, that side of me, uh, and that version of me that was and still possibly can be in the brewing industry. Um, I always feel very motivated in that realm, where I'm like, you know, my dad asked me sometimes. He goes do you think you're ever going to get back into brewing and all that? And I'm like, I, yeah, I do. Just not right exactly at this moment. I think that I will though, because I know how I felt during doing that. You know, even if it was scrubbing the entire brew house on my hands and knees in there by myself, jamming out, sweating like no other, it's like a sauna in there. Right. I would come out that day and be like, I'm sure others were like, dude, are you good? <laughs> And I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm great, man. I'm not a... I, I think I think any you ask any brewer, they'll tell you that uh they have a love hate relationship with the brewing industry because it I mean, it's a cool job, I would say. And um when everything's running smooth and there's no mechanical failures or anything like that, or the, the yeast isn't too stressed out, ferment and uh it's it's great. But then the weeks that there's all these problems because cannon line is a nightmare. Any brewer will tell you that too. There's so many moving parts that fail often. So, you know, a six hour can run can turn into like a 10 hour can run and that's no fun. <laughs> Some of the things that go hand in hand with that profession, I think involving that is like just having to remain incredibly flexible. Yes. It's not like, it's unlike any other job. I mean, you also have to have it takes a special person or a certain individual to be a brewer in general. You have to have a pretty strong personal work ethic. 
Um, because if you don't, then then your beer's probably not going to sell. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, you literally wouldn't be making beer if you don't. So, and it, so, so the work ethic, the uh, the desire and the art side of it that is creating different recipes and things like that, there's something to be said about that as well. And also just, like I said, the flexibility always because you never know how things are going to go because you're at the will of all of these machines that you're working hand in hand with which I always find are, I mean, like I said, it takes a certain individual to do that and be able to control that and have, like, you've got a lot going on on a daily basis. Right. Yet, for the most part, from what I see, you handle it pretty well because things can, I know things can switch up right. immediately. Exactly. Like, for example, um, we had... Uh, we were supposed to brew on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday or something. I forget exactly what day it was. We come in to to brew, you know, thinking it's gonna be a cool, easy Wednesday, and uh, our hot water isn't hot. And then we go out to check the steam boiler. Steam boiler's not working at all. So we finally figured out what's going on with that, get it turned on, so we don't get hot water till about two o'clock, uh, two p.m. and start brewing. Then all of a sudden we have stuck mash. We're not out of there till two fifteen in the morning, <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, got to be back in it, you know, early in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I always found that my time. I mean, you got to work, dude. Like you're working hard every day. You're gonna be sweating. You're gonna be grinding things out on a day that you're lucky and things go smooth. That's a great feeling too. Um, but I know there's no room to be like, there's no room to just be stagnant. You know? Right, right. Which is something that I, I would, I hate more than anything is stagnant. Feeling like I'm, I'm either a doing the same thing over and over and over again. Which I mean, I kind of do, but it's it's always tweaking. But um, what I'm referring to is, I like to learn new things. Like I'm always reading. Um, um, any papers on new research that's been done, new hops, new yeast, anything, just to, you know, stay current with everything that's going on. Yeah. And um, so I, I I would say that remaining stagnant is something I, I'd hate the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there, is there uh, anything in, like, specific that you use personally to to combat that? Like, like throughout your day or throughout when you realize, like, oh, like I've been feeling a little bit more stagnant lately. I need to do. I know that I need to do this, or I need to work on this type of thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, like it's. I feel. You know, uh, say for example, if I feel like I'm tired of making the same beers all the time, then I'm gonna create something new. You know, uh, play with something, some new yeast, explore that, and. See how that works out. And if it didn't work out, then I will see what I write down. I take very good notes, and I see what I did wrong to do do it again, and just do it again, and do it again. I think that, I think that, like seriously, that is a version of being an artist as well. Because if you weren't, you just, you know, you, you gotta, get bored with it. Yeah, you've got quite a few beers, uh, quite a few recipes saved, and. You know, oh, we haven't made this in a while. Let's just make that. That's the easy route. Right. Whereas you can go and dive a little bit deeper internally and say, 
wait a second. Let's, oh, I want to try that. We haven't made that yet. Let's use this yeast or let's, let's try these, you know, different combination of hops and whatnot, which, um, you know, just, I think, I think that helps as a, for you as an individual and for the brewery itself and for, you know, just, just keeping things, changing it up here and there where it's like, and you're able to talk about it and tell people more about it and your expertise side of it comes in where you're able to, you made the recipe. So when it comes down to talking about why that beer tastes the way it does, you are able to tell people exactly. Right, right, exactly. Um, So I just recently came back from CBC, it's Craft Brewers Conference, it was in Nashville, uh, Tennessee this year. Um, There's all kinds of seminars there that I um, attended and learned some things that I was like, oh, wow, you know, I never thought about this part of it before. Uh, you know, I, I might try to test batch that and, and implement some of this or some of that. And, um, so th- that's also uh, a great resource too for that. Was that motivating being there at that conference, seeing others and everything just networking and yes, yes. And, um, and it was really cool cause our, uh, our malt supplier, um, thought highly, of, highly enough of us that they wanted to completely collab with us and have showcase our beer in Tennessee so that people from all over the U.S. had a chance to try something that I made, something that we all made in Blowing Rock, you know. Was that the only beer for that malt supplier that they had on? No, they they had others. Uh, they did have others, but they they had us on the... Uh, the, the first day, nice. uh, it was it was pretty cool. And they probably supplied to all over the U.S. I would imagine so, yeah. They're, yeah, they're pretty big. So, yeah. So your beer, your name, everything got out there much more than it has, I'm sure, all over the, U- the U.S. Because this conference is breweries from the, the all the United States, correct? Right, yeah. right. I, and maybe even some from international. I mean, I don't really yeah. know, but... Uh, there were some people I didn't understand what they were saying, you know, in their languages. <laughs> That's cool, though, man. What a what a unique experience. I feel like, right? Um, and and I'm sure that you took a lot from that. And I'm sure that you took notes. Oh, I did. I've got pages of notes for sure. Yeah, for sure. I got to uh, play with the uh, the interface on like a new brew house that we potentially might buy, and talk to those guys and. You know, I talked to people about centrifuge and kind of get some pointers there and a lot of bring it all back for everybody too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said earlier, constantly evolving, constantly trying to make your product better, your your workplace better, more efficient, right. all that good stuff. I'm sure that I'm sure that that conference, um, you know, gave you a lot of bits and pieces. You know, something cool that I did take away from it was. Um, a lot of breweries fail trying to follow trends. If you do something well, keep doing it well. You know, just keep doing it well and it'll work out. Yeah, I guess that kind of goes hand in hand with consistency. Right. I mean, we can talk about it in for for you, your professional setting, but also something that I like to try to hit on a lot with the podcast is how how we combat that resistance and stay consistent as individuals right i mean 
there's every single day there's something that's going to come at you that is going to try and get in the way with you trying to be consistent, whether it be with eating or uh, staying in good shape or uh, being the best boyfriend or husband or father or whatever comes at you. Um, staying consistent in who you are as an individual. And as we get older, we, we, we always, I think, for me, and I'm sure that you could say the same with age, we can, we continue to figure out the things that we need to do to stay consistent for ourselves and show up for ourselves. I know that, I know that you hit on a lot that, um, you know, you're, 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 you're your own biggest supporter and that, you know, where you've come, you know, in your life from, you know, when you first got out there on your own, um, and where you're at now, which is a big big difference from from what you went through back in the day and then totally transforming and making the decisions that you made to be where you're at now right yeah absolutely uh, you have to be your biggest supporter because nobody's gonna do it for you you know uh, the same way that I would tweak a recipe to make the best ver- the best version of that beer is the same thing how I should how people should look at their own lives tweak your whatever you're doing in your own life for yourself to make the best version of yourself um and that that kind of goes with i mean we all we all have like hard moments that we can go back and think of in our past this happened to me you know whatever else happened in life it happened to me it happened to my family whatever it was you know it was super hard in that in that time frame and then you look back and hopefully say, wow, look at where I'm at now. Look at what I'm doing right now in life compared to then. Right. It almost seems at times when I go there and think about that, it almost seems like it wasn't real. It's like, are you kidding me? Right, right. It, you know, because we, we all have those points in our life as adults that where we go, damn, that was tough. Right, right. Yeah, and everybody does have their own... Uh, demons and battles that they deal with uh, regularly but the thing that people don't understand always is that if you can't change your uh, situation then you should change your perspective on the situation yeah I like that you know what I mean? yeah because the perspective of of where you're at if you if you I do it I do it when when I'm really feeling low or feeling a little bit down I just sit there and for a second go what's going on in my life let's put this in perspective with someone else that probably has it way worse than me right you know and it's like oh no life is good right you know you just have to sit down and have a little bit of self-awareness and say okay yeah Mm -hmm. i have control over what's going to happen today or tomorrow you know maybe not tomorrow but the present you have control over what you're doing that day right so it's like making the most out of whatever you have going on in life, um, you know, and, and const and just being consistent. Like, like we said, right. Um, well, I know, I know that you're all about, you know, you're putting in the good, you're going to get good out. Right. And that, that goes with your, with your job. But how do you see that within your, your personal life? Right. Um, and, so, I mean, I like to try to treat everybody 
good, you know. Uh, I don't know if there's probably a better word for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I try to treat everybody uh, as, you know, as anybody else would want to be treated. Uh, you know, there's no, there's no reason to be negative and ugly to anybody for whatever reason. I mean, if you don't necessarily mesh well with that dude, then just, you know, you don't have to surround yourself with that dude. You know, they, they say it's it's hard to soar with the eagles when you surround yourself with turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a title right there. <laughs> I think we found the title for this one already. It is. Um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> that saying in general just reminds me of one of your, uh, one of your quirks, and, you know, that's usually just always when I'm around you, at least one's going to come out. One of those dad jokes. Yeah. And dude, I'll tell you what, like, even if it's a day where I'm not feeling amazing, I'm always just like this dude, come on, man. But it always helps to, you never know who you might make their day a little bit better just by popping out. And it's like a, it's like, you just do it. You on cue. (laughs) I don't know why my brain works that way. It just does sometimes, you know? And I know that, uh, I mean, I'm just, just in general, um, your personality and, and your, your go-getter mentality most days is something that I always think about if I'm having a day where I'm feeling a little bit like unmotivated or, or whatever it may be, I, I kind of go like, well, you know what? If I was in Ryan's position right now, I'm at work at the brewery and you got no option but to go get it every day, you know? Even if you are in a, in a strange mood, it's kind of, di- it's a different position and I think about that in your sense because I've been there before and it, it's just a different position than like, okay, you wake up, you're having a bad day and you're sitting at your office or you're, or you're just doing your normal. Right. It, every day is different in the brewery. Every day is going to have its own little challenges and stuff like that. And, um, and, and not to mention you're, you're having to work with the other dudes that are there and. You never know what they have going on either. Right, right. So, and they're all good dudes, and they all work just as hard, and it's a it's a really good team. You know, I think we all feed off each other's energy as well there, and uh, you know, we we knock it out together. Yeah, I think you guys have a a really solid group of folks that makes a great great product as well. Right, no sponsorship. Because I, I, you know, I, I, I think that I make good beer, but at the same time, I can't do it all by myself. So it takes Chuck, it takes Nick, it takes Luke, uh, Taylor. Uh, unfortunately, just you know, he his last day was last week, but we have a new guy, Matt, and he seems to have a great head on his shoulders too. So, um, you know, it takes it takes all of us. It's not a one man show by any means. What are your um? What are some things that you're into outside of creating some of the best beer in North Carolina? Um, what are some things that What are some things that you're into other than that recently? Some stuff that that is uh, is a passion or a hobby of yours? Um, well, it's I, it's either I'm working, making beer, drinking beer, um, going to the gym with you. Um, a disc off on Sundays or something or Saturdays, whatever days we can fit it in with ev- with everybody. But uh, I can tell you something new that's been uh, high stress for me lately, but at the same time very motivating for me is um, I recently put an offer in on a house here in town. Uh, they have accepted it. It's going to be a lot of work, but I am 
pretty anxious to start getting after it. Uh, and so my, my weekends I know are going to be booked up. I know that after work I'm not going to be able to sit and have those all those beers that I normally do. And Yeah, you're going to have some work on your hands. Yeah, so I'll just bring those beers home and drink them at home while uh, my girlfriend and I work on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, and also for I've never owned a house yet. So I imagine that it's a little scary. Terrifying. Yeah. And you're kind of taking a you're taking a leap on a on something that is you're aware is going to be a project. You're aware is going to be kind of kind of difficult. Um but I'm interested in seeing how that process goes for you. Right, right. It it is a it is a dream of mine. To own a house, have some land, um, which, of course, that this the dream is pretty scary for me right now. But I mean, if the dreams don't scare you, uh, then are they big enough? You know. Um, and future down the line, I, I would eventually like to, as as Ray says, you know, I would eventually like to own my own brewery as well yeah. too one day, yeah. or at least somehow gain part ownership in some brewery or. Whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah, that's that's the end all be all. Yeah, being your own guy, your own boss, you're operating everything yourself. Right. I mean, the 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 idea of that sounds sounds like a very large task and something that's going to have its difficulties. But like you said, uh, doubling back on that, if you're not, if your dreams don't scare you, then then what are you doing? You know, right? Uh, I don't think that we're ever too old to have dreams that are both realistic and something that some folks might look at you and think you're crazy about, right? Because if, I mean, if you don't have those i those ideas in your in your head at first, or those, um, you know, those passions of yours that you want to make realities in your life, then there's no re. I mean, you're just like you said, you're probably staying stagnant in your day to day, right? Which I think is, um. I like to surround myself with people that work towards not being stagnant and are always working towards something, something bigger. You should always have a goal for yourself. Yeah. Think, you know, I agree with that too. I, I have many goals. Um, and some of them I'm aware are, you know, at the current point in my life, not necessarily reachable, but they can become reachable. Right, and I think maintaining that positive attitude towards a goal, no matter how small or how big it is, really keeps us. It keeps me going day to day, right? Because sometimes you do have to think about like, what is my goal today? What do I want to accomplish today, at work or personally, or in the gym, or you know, what what is that one thing that I can do to better myself today? Even if we think about it, because some days I don't think about that, like consciously think about it. But I think that just given your mentality as as a person, um, you know, we tend to think about it subconsciously. And then it's like, I'll think back on even a lazy day and go, what did I do today that was different than yesterday? Or that made me a little bit better. It could be something just as simple as like, I don't know, picking up dog poop. Hey, nobody wants to pick up dog poop. Yeah. But... You know, okay, yeah, I did that today. I didn't want to, but I did it. <laughs> Something very simple. Right, it, it, anything, anything. Anything that you know that you need to do and been putting off, just do it. And I know you're kind of like me when it comes to getting out of your comfort zone. I 
like to do that. I like to be out of my comfort zone. I like to do weird stuff, you know, like dead of winter, go for a bike ride on the beach type of shit. Like, right, get, I don't know. Yeah. Ice bath. Yeah. In the middle of winter. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. I'm like cold plunge, all that, you know, or like tonight, I think I'll, uh, I don't, I never really do rides at night on the Peloton. I think I'll hit a ride tonight just because, and you know, just to keep not only, you know, just you as a person guessing, but keep your mind, keep your body guessing. Same thing with workouts, you know, trying to switch them up from time to time and just keep your body guessing, man. I think it's really important to do that. Because, um, you know, otherwise I, I, I'm not sure that you would see much growth or in your potential as an individual or, or you know, whatever it may be. I think that it's it's a very important thing. Um, I'm going to get to our segment here, Homie of the Week. And we've got a special guest coming up next week. And that is a friend of mine named Jordan Wheeler. Jordan is a coach by nature. He enjoys changing lives and helping people tap into the best versions of themselves. And um, coaching right now is his side gig as he stepped into a new job uh, by recruiting some top talent for law firms. And he's um, also working to uh, starting his first YouTube channel. He uh, is a very unique dude. He's he's pretty funny. He's he's definitely. Um, He's definitely a go-getter. I mean, he's been a personal trainer and in the in the training world for quite some time. And he has many, many goals, but one of them right now is working through a rehab process where he tore his Achilles. So in his yeah, in his job title and his you know, his expertise as a as a bodybuilder and as a trainer, he he kinda he did it while skateboarding and he coming back from that I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say about how he's been doing that on his end and I'm looking forward to to having him on next week so um it'll be our it'll be a really unique episode where we'll talk about some very specific training and fitness fitness things and and uh really dive deep into that type of stuff but I'm glad that you were here man thanks for being on hey thanks for having me yeah I'm looking forward to um I'm looking forward to seeing what you have in store in the in the year to come here and moving forward you know as you're as you continue your journey as a as a head brewer and as a good friend of mine i appreciate it yeah man well we'll talk to you guys and we'll see you next week thanks for listening